Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Self-Tivity Podcast. My name is Danny Jessen, and I have a new self-tivity for you today. Before we get started, I, I want to share with you how I feel. And I'm having a very, very good season right now. And I'm in the mode to replicate good seasons. You know, I want to be able to repeat the things that I've done in this season so that I have another good season and another good season because I believe it's possible for us to take ownership of our lives and ownership of our good season even if they're outliers or if there are things in our world that are contrary to us feeling good and thinking good we can still find the good And now what I'm going to do is take this time to practice with you some of the concepts that I've used to replicate good season. Self-tivity is broken up into four main categories that I often use um, to introduce what exactly a self-tivity is. And it's broken into the following categories. To feel, to think, to analyze, and to create. To feel for yourself, to think about your life, to analyze your current experience, and to create a different experience if necessary. And I believe we always can create a different experience. We can expound upon our current experience, see how it can be better. You know, we can be better, we can do better. So now we're going to do, go ahead and get into the self-tivity today, which are only going to be in two categories, um, to feel and to think. And the purpose of this activity is for us to be more intimate with our feelings and our thoughts. I think a person may walk down the street and say, hey, how you doing? And we naturally just give an answer like, I'm fine. I mean, mostly because we may not know that person or we want to not give our business out. But here's an opportunity for us to be more intimate with ourselves and to really answer these questions without just putting an umbrella over the conversation. So this conversation is for yourself. And I encourage you to get a journal out because as you listen to more of these self-tivity podcasts, it is going to be an experience for you um, to remember. Because I want you to take the time out, even if it's for this 15 minutes a day, to say, this is what I've done for myself. I paid attention to myself. You know, the biggest thing I've learned with being a parent is that there's a lot of attention that's necessary in this experience. And there's times where as a child, maybe you felt like you needed more attention. And so in order to get more attention, you acted out in a way that didn't serve your parents or serve yourself. It maybe even have gotten you into trouble, but you wanted more attention. So now here's the time to give yourself that attention, to be more intimate with how you think, to be more intimate with how you feel, so that you can figure out for yourself how to create a better solution instead of relying on someone outside of yourself to feel that void so here we go 
My first question for you, and I hope you got your pencil and paper out, <laughs> is this. Do you feel at your best? Now, when I ask that question, I really want you to breathe before you enter. Like, we completely do the full breath in, the full breath out. I want as much oxygen flowing through your body so that you can be as transparent as possible with these few questions that I have for you. So again, do you feel at your best? The next layer is if not, why? And if so, why? The purpose of the why is that if you know why you feel at your best, you can replicate that. You can replicate what you're doing to make you feel good so that you can continue to feel good because you're being more intentional about how it feels and what you've done to get you there. Maybe it was something outside of yourself and maybe you can go a little bit deeper or maybe someone else did do something for me but that I allow this person in my life then I accept it so that they can do something good really dig deep into why you feel at your best and how you came to that position and if not that's also important why now with how you feeling at your best or not at your best think about it in layers of your body as you sit there You may not actually be in a live conflict right now. There may not be a lot going on. You might be driving. You may or may be having a lot of noise in the background. But hopefully there's some silence there for you. And I invite you to, you know, be in silence when you listen to some of these shows. Because I want you to listen to yourself. The purpose of this, um, the purpose of these activities is for you. You know, for us to get to the next level, to us to put the puzzle pieces together and create a story, to take a step by step, and we have to start with ourselves. So how do you feel at your best with your body? Do you have any, you know, complications going on? Does your feet hurt? Are your eyes watery? Do you have any anxious feelings going in and out? Do you feel at your best with your body? What about your mind? What type of thoughts are you thinking? You may not be thinking anything. You may just be listening to me. But overall in this week, when this week has come to a close or the beginning the way you look at it, how have your thoughts acted this week? In your spirit, you know, how do you feel spiritually? You know, outside of your body, you know, you could be aging in your body, depending on how old you are or how well you've been taking care of your body. But does your spirit feel good? Or are there some complications within your spirit that you need to address? And then we can go into the roles in our lives. As a mother, are you at your best? As a father, are you at your best? As a lover, a co-parent, an employer or an employee, are you at your best? 
Now, I do want to reiterate or iterate <laughs> that at your best is your judgment, not the judgment of other people. So when you sit there and you determine, am I doing my best? Don't have people from the outside saying, oh, you're not doing good at this or, you know, you could be better at this. You determine if you're doing your best and then you answer that question accordingly. At my best. I'm at my best. I'm doing my best. There have been times where I had to intentionally remind myself that I'm doing a good job. And it was because I know, I knew that I was doing a good job. I knew I was doing better than I was before. But because it wasn't to another person's standard, I would let that seep in as, okay, I'm not doing my best. Then I came back and reminded myself, wait, I know that before I did A, B, and C, and I know that wasn't the best, but now I'm doing X, Y, and Z, and I know that's a lot better than what I'm doing before, and I'm doing that at my best. So I just want to make sure that you know at your best is your judgment. Do not put in the comments of other people around you unless you trust their judgment but I really want this to be an intimate conversation between you and yourself and how you feel. What does your best mean? And define what your best is. And I just want to make sure that you guys know that I'm not assuming that you, you'll have something good or bad to say. Like, I'm not assuming that you have something negative to say about yourself. Or I'm not assuming that you'll say something positive about yourself. I just want you to determine what feels good. And if that's good, how can we replicate it and repeat it? If not, if it's not good, if it's not serving you, how do we start to dissolve it and remove it? So that we can make room for something better. Right, so... And I want you to do this in the format where you are the controller. And I just want to be a a guidance, a friend, you know, because sometimes we don't sit down and have these conversations with ourselves. So I'm just presenting these questions as if I'm, you know, faded, a faded sound in the background. But I want you to control this experience because I want you to find out how you can make it better. And if it's better, how can I continue to repeat this? So when I go into this next week, I'm saying I'm having a good week. My week has gotten better. Now I'm going to go into the next section of question, which is to think. And again, remember to breathe in and out, the big breath in and out before you write. And before you let your thought come to the forehead of your mind. So this question is, what do you think about the most? What's on your mind a lot? So I'm going to give you some time to think about what you think about. What are you thinking about a lot? I find myself just constantly going through life or going through the day or going through my weeks and having these reoccurring thoughts and not stopping 
and addressing it. We need to give ourselves attention, you know, because our body is going to be speaking to us often. And if we keep ignoring our bodies or ignoring what our body is telling us, then later on we realize, oh, I'm tired or I'm weak or I'm not feeling well or I'm reacting to this thing because I didn't address something before. Just as a parent with their child, that attention that we give ourselves is going to be important. So there could be thoughts going through my mind and I haven't addressed it. And then later on, maybe I get into some type of conflict or I'm irritable and I think it's because of that current situation, but really it's the buildup of what I haven't dealt with before. So if you have your book out or if you just want to do this without writing, what do you think about the most? And then after that, categorize that thought that you think about the most. Is it a thought or is it a group of thought that serves you? If so, how does it serve you? It's important to know how and why. Because if you don't know how to do something or you don't know how that happened and you don't remember how it happened, how can you repeat that good feeling? Or if it's something that does not serve you, you have to know how and why it doesn't serve you because that's how you get rid of it. You got to replace it with something else that serves you and provides you a solution. Right? So, if it's a thought that does not serve me, I need to get rid of it. And I need to know what it's about in order to get rid of it. You know, you're combining, you know, science and spirituality. You know, you are your own science project, but you're also a spiritual being. Right? But you have to be intentional about getting to your conclusions and your results. You know, and and that's going to be in the spiritual format in some cases. And when it comes to things that, you know, have to deal with, you know, you acting upon things or, you know, physical things outside of your spirituality, you also need to know how and why in order to create the best results. Uh, with, With self-tivity, a lot of it is going to be, you know, thinking about how we feel and our thoughts but the other portion um is going to be about our world like a lot of people have concluded that their financial relationships their relationship with finances um pours into you know how they feel about themselves or you know if there is stability in your world so then in that case you know we have to be more intentional of how we go about budgeting you know, how we go about, you know, spending less money on things that does not add value to our lives and investing into things that's going to multiply in our lives. Because that's also going to put us in a good state. But we definitely have to start within ourselves and then go out. Because if we start within, you know, creating these type of habits, these activities that help us be more disciplined with our spirit and our bodies and our mind. Then we go out and we see that, you know, transpire or transfer into 
our physical world. So that was kind of like, you know, mellow and like all dramatic and everything like that. But I'm really, really am passionate about us having a relationship with ourselves. So I hope that if anything you thought about those questions, you know, and you answered them maybe on your in your book or in your mind and you had this experience with yourself because we can give ourselves this little bit of time, you know, give us this give ourselves this little bit of time to have a relationship, you know, have our own relationship before we have relationships with our children and with our, our lovers and with our coworkers, with our family, have that relationship with yourself. And that is pretty much the purpose of, you know, self-tivity and um, today's podcast is to start thinking about these questions. So I'm going to keep having these questions. Our next podcast, we're going to go into the other two categories that we focus on, which is to analyze and create. Um, we're going to look at some more tangible things that we can implement into our world so that we can put the puzzle pieces together right activity by activity you know if you do it piece by piece you'll start seeing yourself make a difference in your world you'll see yourself building and I think the theme of puzzle pieces is so important to me because I have to break things down in order for it to get done if it feels overwhelming I'm not going to do it if I don't understand it I'm not going to do it is not going to be completed. So I'm introducing that concept to people who think like me. Maybe this can be helpful, maybe not. But if it is helpful to you, um, I encourage you to, you know, come and join me um, on these podcast episodes, share them with your friends, and things of that nature. Before I close out this podcast, I want to share with you a project or activity that I did to implement into my world for you know, upcoming weeks and days, lives, or whatever. I want to see how far it goes, but I think it's a really good concept. It's a self-tivity chart that I created for my children. And I got a whiteboard. The whiteboard is designed with this personalized tape. It's like pretty tape that you can stick on a whiteboard. And I made the chart. The chart goes from Monday through Sunday, right? And then there's self-tivity statements on the left-hand side, followed by the self-care questions. Now, this is a, uh, a chart that I implemented for my children just so that they can also be more intentional about, you know, how they're taking care of themselves and what they are affirming in their lives, right? So I'm going to sh- give you guys some examples. And I will be showing this self-tivity chart for the children on an upcoming YouTube show and so if you subscribe to Help Be Mine on YouTube, um, you'll see how I put this board together. But just a little overview. There's a self-care section on the self-activity chart for my children. The self-care portion is about four activities, five activities that they need to do. It's mandatory. Above that are the self-activity statements. So it's an affirmation with some type of chore or, you know, well-being activity that they can do for themselves and they only are required to do one because I want this to be something that you know there's requirements to it but it's also some freedom to it where they can be like I want to do more you know or I don't want to feel obligated to do this so I'm trying to see how that works and um, I'll share you guys share with you all my um, 
my feedback and updates on how this has been working. So far, it's been good. The children have been excited about it, and um, I'm excited that they're excited, and it actually gives us a platform to learn more about one another and to share their days with us in a more unique way. So on the self-care portion, I have... Um, did I take my bath? Did I brush my teeth? Did I do something for my sibling? And did I say something nice to myself? You know? Um, and this is something that's mandatory. Because I want them to get in the habit of knowing, you know, their highlights. I want them to come from a family that elevated, you know, self-empowerment. Right? So, I want to know what you think about yourself. I want to know that they're feeling good. They had something positive to say about themselves. And so far, we've been through a whole week. And so far, I've learned that there are times when my children don't feel good about something. Only, you know, I'm not sure. You know, I know my children well, but, you know, it's kind of a dramatic. uh, It's a dramatic field. But it also is a conversation like, you know, why do you feel that you need to say that? Is it because you saw someone on TV and you want to reenact it? Or do you really feel that way about yourself? But other than that, I feel like my children always have something positive to say about themselves. It also gives them opportunity because they do argue and bicker with with one another a lot. So this um, self-care portion on the chart gives them an opportunity to do something nice for their sibling. And it almost feels like, oh, like hey, you have to do this thing nice, but in in another sense, it's like, hey, I want to do something nice because I want the point on the board, you know? And there is no, there's no gift at the end. You know, there's no reward at the end. I say there's a possibility at the end of the month, you know, that we'll celebrate together and do things um, based on, you know, us upkeeping our board. But I want them to get into the habit of like, hey, I just want to do this because I I want to do this. I want to do this nice thing for my sibling. I want to say something nice to myself. But at the top is the chores. So, so chores is a it's a different world in our house. <laughs> so I definitely um that was my my main focus of the self-activity chart was to make it a chore board but not in the way where other people have made their chore boards. I had to be a little different. So the affirmation, for instance, I have I am good at washing my dish after each meal, right? Because my children will leave their, you know, their dishes there. And so this is one thing I have to work on as a mom is making sure that I implemented, you know, the them doing more chores around the house and help it out, but making it in a way where they can invite themselves to do it, you know, because they can sign their name off of, I am good at putting my dish away. I am good at putting my clothes in a hamper. Then I have a portion where it says, I analyzed something new today. So here's a portion where it's like, it's free. It's free for conversation, but you're inviting us to have an, you know, a conversation with you. What did you analyze new today? What did you learn today at school? You know, it's like they want to have the conversation. So, so far it's been working. And, you know, my children are my biggest fans. So they kind of just, they, they're on board with everything. So I think it's pretty much, it's easy here. But I definitely do feel like it's something that I want to share with you all and how we can implement the same self-activity chart in our lives as, as adults and how it can, you know, help us get to our goals. If we can put something on a board, you know, there's your vision board, but then there's your self-activity board, right? Your self-activity board is going to be a lot more different than your vision board because your vision board is like you can see all these things. It's pictures of, you know, people that you don't know in a magazine, um, and they're really good. It kind of gives you that visual component. But the self-activity 
is the selectivity chart is going to give you the opportunity to say I did it. I signed my name off. I did it on this day. You know, when it comes to having a budgeting form, you need to use your budgeting form on a daily basis so that you can not slip up somewhere. You don't know why at the end of the month you don't have enough money to pay your bills, right? Because if you allocate your funds accordingly, you know, at the end of the month, most likely, unless there's, you know, something that hasn't been saved up for, you know, there's a a car repair, things like that, you should be on point. And that same concept is what I'm using for the self-tivity chart, is that we need to be accountable for taking care of our world, right? We need to make sure that be, be, before we get to finances, are we taking care of ourselves? Are we reacting to things accordingly? Like, just answer these questions for yourself and see how your life change. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening today. I have definitely been missing on my um, podcast, but this is something that I have put on my self-activity chart to make sure that I'm more intentional. You know, sometimes I just need to see something and check it off my to-do list. And that's been helpful for me, um, you know, just putting my home life together. I've definitely been more intentional, and I definitely want to share with you all how I've been putting these puzzle pieces together in my world. And hopefully it can um, be helpful for you or someone you think it might be helpful for. Until next time, hold on to you as much as you can. Hold on to your health, your being, and your mind.